Geek Shock. Geek Shock. My, you've grown, you got so tall, your diapers hardly fit at all. It's time to get to know your potty chair. <laughs> you look so <laughs> No, uh, Barry had one right before you like got here, too. The Ugly Couch Show. It's it's nerdier on the inside. I didn't have that. You or made that. <laughs> you did it. You did it. No. It was I said everyone's it. rushing forward to own it. That's uh, no. It was me. Welcome, yeah. folks. It's Geek Shock number 114. <laughs> I am Master Torgo. Potato. <laughs> I am Dr. Lark. <laughs> the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. And we're here to talk Week in Geek. But first, got to talk a little about something kind of serious that happened to the website. Yes. I'm going to oh. turn this over to Jeff because uh. Jeff knows. Okay, so the nickel version. Uh, good news, bad news. <laughs> things with the with the whole iTunes feed. We got uh, we got some news from somebody saying that our iTunes uh, they hadn't been able to download some of our episodes. Uh, long story short, we had some issues with iTunes. They are resolved now. The bad news part is you're going to have to do a search for the Ugly Couch Show again and resubscribe. So now this is only for the video show. This the, is the yeah. Geek Shock remains Absolutely. pristine. So we're yes. announcing to you right now, person who can't possibly listen, <laughs> be listening to this. If you aren't subscribed, go and subscribe. <laughs> You've got to resubscribe. Now listen this. very carefully. If they're subscribed, I know you can't find this <laughs> this podcast. But if you hear this by some random chance, you have to resubscribe. Do you hear Someone me? Someone printed this out on Braille. Do you understand? You have to run your fingers across it. I know this has been lost to you. Paul, I'm telepathically sending it out to every one of our fans. Oh, boy. All 600 of them. That's really, I kind of picked up your bashing Paul's face in right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't pick up anything at all. I, mental, I am mentally kicking his ass right now. Well, that's no, but uh, so once, once again, Geek Shock, you're fine. That yes. feed is fine. So uh, yes, it's just the Ugly Couch Show video feed that you have to adjust. And the um, with the all wiggy. one last thing with the Ugly Couch Show video feed, uh, you may get two different feeds that come up. One is the old feed. One is the new feed. Uh, the way you can tell the difference is one has bukkake porn and the other does not. Yes, absolutely, that's correct. No, uh, <laughs> there'll be two pictures there. One has the famous Paul Master Torgo and myself, and some weird little quirky um, font and, that says the Ugly Couch Show. And you may experience some some nausea. Some, some <laughs> the, the, the new pass. the new current feed. Has uh, famous Paul Master Torgo, Doctor Vlarg, and myself, all four of us, with the the current Ugly Couch Show. Put it this way: font. if if the one you download has uh, scenes from uh, Lautner's abduction, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, it's not even. They got a bunch of weird little short things on our feed. Just you know, kill that. Find the new one. Yeah. Uh, although go. you can't possibly, because there's no way you can find this. <laughs> <laughs> if they're listening to Geek Shock, they'll know to go there. Oh, that's right. Okay, because it's separate. You so jackass. Geek Shock is still <laughs> Geek Shock is still safe. This yes. was supposed to be the Nickel Did you just version. miss that five minutes ago when he said that? <laughs> this you, is now the you are telepathically broadcasting it. Then Jeff. Oh. <laughs> this moment of patience brought to you by Jeff Gundy. <laughs> You know what? I'll explain the other thing. Because I can do it quickly. Damn it. Okay, so the website, UglyCouchShow.com, which you should go to every fucking day, is unfortunately... Uh, we're, we're unable to update it right now because there was a software issue. Some bastard hackers or something like that. Anyway, we're working to get it fixed, so bear with us. In the meantime, you can always catch the video show 
on uh, Facebook. The so, with the right. and we'll be posting on the website that the website's having problems. So you'll be able to pick <laughs> that up. How can we post true. on the website? The website's having problems if we can't post on the website. We can't post to the website. My so, brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's interesting is you can still watch all the older episodes through the website. Is this no a, it's is functional this a website. Sign? We just can't add new things to it right Is now. this a good sign that we've been hacked? Does that mean that we're getting a decent kind of traffic through How there? How is that, that a good sign? I don't know. Well, well, my, my, Michael has a, has a suspicion. It was anonymous. Anonymous <laughs> is pissed off from Torgo using that anonymous voice. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> That's supposed that to be voice. a salute. <laughs> You don't tug on Superman's cape. Exactly. You know, <laughs> but you put it like, on and you're running you around the house going vroom vroom. <laughs> what? Woof 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 woof. Oh my god! <laughs> Here they come, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Institute of Technology <laughs> <laughs> and the Grand Wolf Display therein. <laughs> Here in the museum. Of technology and industry, we have wolves. Nothing but wolves. <laughs> Steam-powered, electronic wolves. I would the famous Paul Mattingly. Well, yeah. The famous Paul Museum of Industry <laughs> yeah. and Technology. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to <laughs> Has go to that museum. Nothing but wolves in there. Oh, wolves. Animatronic wolves. Dirty cuneiform and wolves. <laughs> And, uh, Wavy line bird, what? <laughs> and of course, I was quite ill last week, so we never got to talk about PowerCon ThunderCon. Yes. Well, I know everyone baited I'm breath on that. I'm ill this week, <laughs> as in dope and fresh. <laughs> um, You're still going to have to explain that. <laughs> Jeff is telepathically sending it out right now. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Torgo and me went to PowerCon, we did. bitches. Oh, we did. I, I immersed myself in he culture for a full day. He culture? You have no idea what a trooper he was. <laughs> really? You don't you know, let that one just fly out there it, like it that? Had, you immersed or were you immersed? It had nothing to do with I was, the I was, con itself. I was found by looking. <laughs> he got like two hours oh, I, of sleep. I know he got, he got screwed up like, on his on his timing. I know. <laughs> Tell well, us about was, your immersion. He was nodding off culture. during one of the panels. God, that's uh, was. Uh, but that's an an 80s, not, Jeff, and not for the uh, the dearth of the panel. That panel was fantastic. No, the panels were all interesting, but wow. he was just exhausted. Was but that he, jet lag? Torgo was the forty five minute plane. That flight was two hours of sleep the night before, just to make it that more surreal. He did not get enough sleep, but but he he powered through. I mean, we had a long ass day. Tell us about it. All right, so we got in there, and we got in there in perfect timing. Got to the booth, got our tickets, and got our uh, our stuff, and went in. And uh, I walked through the door. They had a big um, dealer's room mm-hmm. with all kinds of uh, swag. I took two <laughs> steps in the door, turned turned to my right, and there was every figure that I still needed to get from the line. <laughs> and he laid down all of his money. I dropped I dropped like 140 bucks. Boom! Within like two minutes of wow. being there, but I got every figure I wanted. So I and was I like, have it on camera too. It was so awesome. Good. It was awesome. I finally got my Orco and uh, and Prince Adam Con exclusive from two years ago and. Yeah, so he I'm, was so happy. I'm set, man. Uh, my, I'm my excited to see the videos. Is, I imagine he looked yeah. like a. My collection is tight. What's now. the crowd like? Toy like a toy. The crowd, I, crowd was really cool. Would you say about 300, maybe, yeah. maybe a few more? Yeah, between three and 400 people. I don't know how many people came on Sunday. We weren't there, but everybody was so nice. Yes, every it was cool. And you know what? Zero nerd funk. Plenty I was of just going to ask about the entire that. thing. It Plenty was, of room to move it, it, around. Yes. Nobody smelled like asshole. It was it the anti Comic Con. It was. It was. It was a good experience. It was exactly what I was hoping it would be. Good and, cosplay and every, or bad cosplay. And people Great that went cosplay. there. I mean, it's not a lot. You have, any sorceresses? 
No, there was a. Of course, there were a few things. There wasn't a lot of cosplay. But go ahead, Todd. What were you saying? Just because of how focused it is, nobody went to this going. I maybe I'm like maybe the only one not knowing what's what it was. And everybody there was so into it and so happy to be with others that were into it that every it was just brothers in arms. Yeah, it was pretty fun. And I I mean, I'm sad that I missed the the mixer because I got an invite to go do some improv and I wasn't going to miss that. Which was its own adventure. Which was really fun. I did some uh some uh, improv with some buddies out in Hollywood. But then we came back and hung out a little bit too, but but got to see just all kinds of cool shit, meet all kinds of cool people. They even had He-Man drinks at the bar. Pray yeah. tell. Pray tell what are He-Man drinks? And, and get this. Daiquiris. Get this, Barry. No, like real <laughs> solid. Like Paul with, drank. Get out. With with drinks made with crushed peppercorn and elderflower liqueur. Well, we and had really good solid drinks. I took <laughs> pictures of the menu, so when uh, we have access to our website again, I'll be posting the recipes of what you saw. Can we post well, it I've on got, our Facebook page? I can. Uh, nope. I can tell you... <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that isn't working. Either. Well, we had uh, yeah. This is one of the rare occasions where I'd actually drink a drink, you know. But it's still kind of girly drink. Uh, first, the the first drink I drank was a non-alcoholic drink, which was of course known as the Faker. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with your He-Man lore, Faker no. was the robot that was created originally. Well, in some th- in some things by Man in Arms, but it's a Skeletor made a robot of He-Man. To be a faker. It's the blue He-Man. But it's so dumb. It's like he's going to make a robot to fake out people and make people think He-Man's doing bad stuff, but he's blue. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't make any damn sense to me. But the faker was non-alcoholic. It was grape juice and Red Bull. Then you had uh, the She-Ra, which was uh, one and a half ounces of Le Bion Chaha, pineapple juice, grenadine, and cherry. <clears throat> the Skeletor. I had the Skeletor. I love the, the Skeletor. Skeletor was uh, one and a half ounces of gin, grape juice, uh, muddled blueberries, and apple pucker. Laid Whoa. Back. Then there was the yeah, he- That's interesting. Here was that's the good. He-Man. The He-Man was one ounce of 151 Bacardi, Ooh, one ounce of vodka, Red Bull, and cider. Oh, wow. And then this is the drink I had. This was killed. This was the best drink of them all. So tasty. Stepping away from the He-Man drinks, because this was PowerCon slash ThunderCon, there was the Thundercats-themed Sight Beyond Sight drink, (laughs) which contained one ounce of Belvedere Red, uh, one half ounce of St. Germain, I believe it is. Elderflower liqueur. Okay. Yep. Cranberry juice, crushed pink uh, peppercorns, and grenadine. It was fantastic. That's it was weird. delicious. Yes, and like you say, I was—I'm, you know, I'm a girly drinker. I don't drink very often at all, and certainly never to act excess. But uh, it was nice. And so, game programmer Todd Agnello joined us. Yes, and- Todd Agnello was out there. Bleeg. Okay, uh, Bleeg knows how to drink. Mm-hmm. God, so, on you con. think the two of you? Oh my God! <laughs> it was just great fun, and you know, they had a a museum room set up with all the toys from the classic lines. And some really cool original artwork from everything from concept drawings. Uh, they had people involved from filmation, people involved from the creation of the toy line, uh, voice actors. They really packed it in there for just the two days and being the first one was really, really great. So, yeah. I have to, I came away with a very high appreciation of the toy line and ex, everything that is He-Man. Mm-hmm. And a lot of great artists there, too. Yeah. 
it, like the, a mini, mini artist alley there. What I did, I mean, I I've been exposed to a little bit of this through heman.org is the is the site to go to. Okay, that's that's the spot. Val Staples runs that, and he's done some work with the some He-Man uh, uh, comic books and stuff uh, in the recent history during the 2000X uh, rejuvenation stuff. Uh, he does coloring and all that kind of stuff. But there is a big fan artwork, custom figure network in there. Though can, the custom figures were amazing. Oh my god, the stuff these people make. You know, they're making a living making custom weapons for action figures and stuff. I'm like, my hat's off to you, dude. Uh, some really cool stuff, incredible work. Check it out. Hemen.org has all kinds of cool stuff posted on there. Do a little digging, and you will find some amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, Pixel Dan your was He-Man there. Body pillow. No, <laughs> I did not find my He-Man body pillow. He-Man but he did bring pillow. along his P- He-Man regular pillowcase. I brought my pillowcase from oh my my, my 1983 He-Man pillowcase that I still have. The set of human pillowcases I sleep on to this day, and uh, and I slept on that in the yeah, in the. He, uh, he replaced the a pillowcase in the hotel room with that one. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I just slipped it over wow. top. It was, I just slipped it, was it over top. It was great. Really? Yeah, really. Paul, he was in it. He was in that moment. He man had to be with me, man. Are they doing this again next year? Yep. And Are they're doing going? it the same. Sp- yes. Are you going to cosplay? Yes. As Ram Man, awesome! <laughs> I, I will, I will do that. I will make that effort to be Ram Man. And next Torgo, year. will you be Evelyn? As always, yes. <laughs> all right. And all is right with the universe. <laughs> if you guys do this, gotta, I will try and do I it as well. Dust I will off. go and I will. Oh, we still like have to try to get press passes was, for this next year. You don't even need press. I mean, it's no, just it's you, don't. you just and it's, go. It's inexpensive. It's like twenty dollars bucks inexpensive. for the day. Inexpensive. It's relaxing. It's just chill. It's uh, it was oh, so much fun. It won't I saw, be relaxing when you're dressed as Ram Man. I saw, <laughs> I saw people. I saw people earn that. that I didn't even know we're gonna be there. It's just really fucking cool. Um, just you know, it was just it was just neat. So my hats off to Val Staples and everybody who put that all together. Kudos, amazing job! I can't wait for next year. PowerCon slash ThunderCon. I'm sure the thund- the ThunderCon stuff was awesome too. Yeah, we didn't get. To we weren't even that. there for Sunday. We bailed out early Sunday no and got ThunderCon? got back home. No, so I don't know, uh, but I'm sure it was some cool stuff there too. But it's just the uh, the atmosphere. The He-Man fans, are, the Masters Universe fans, some of the nicest, coolest people around. Yeah, none Kerr. Yeah, you know. So and 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 I was just and thank you, uh, Todd, for joining me. You know what? I'm really glad I went. Uh, and and you picked up some magazines. We've talked about this I on, did, our, yeah. on our yeah, video yeah, show. Yeah, you're gonna catch the other couch show coming up where I go more into depth. But Serial Geek, mm-hmm. uh, a, a fan made magazine. And when I say fanzine, you normally think like a bad printout thing from a yeah, home. No, this is a thousands of dollars yeah. gone in thick high-quality paper magazine, and its focus is just animation from the 80s. Nothing but. It's so good. Mm. James Etock is the guy's name uh, who puts this work together, and he hosted the panel for the Filmation animators, and uh, the guy, he's like, uh, he is the Michael Okuda of the Filmation He-Man and all kinds of animation. I mean, the guy's got, you know, encyclopedic knowledge of all this kind of stuff. So it was great just to meet him 
and uh, see his work. I'm going to go and buy more of these issues. I bought two while I was there. I got to get the rest. It's incredible. Serialgeek.com. We'll have to put a link up at some point Mm -hmm. once we get our site working again. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't hear me because (laughs) our site is out of whack. Just speak louder. (laughs) Attention, people of the earths. (laughs) McDonald's is the place to rock. (laughs) People come here to get down to the rock music. (laughs) Ram Man likes the rock music. I whooped Stinko's ass. <laughs> well, I don't really have uh, news you don't give a shit about this week. Oh. So what? it's just a good really? thing. Well, you know, we've been away for a few weeks, so there's been a lot. Because there's news. lots of good shit happening. And there's a lot of good shit happening. So in lieu of, I just want to pull out this little article I pulled out of Rumorg magazine, which I absolutely adore. They have this thing called Coroner's Report, which is just little trivia, morbid trivia bits. Okay. Uh, hold on to yourself. <laughs> this past spring... A 43-year-old Ohio man was found dead in a chair that he had been sitting in constantly for two years. Uh. Weighing 348 pounds. Oh, I've seen this episode of Nip Tuck. <laughs> his body became fused oh, to the furniture, oh, which, which was soaked in his own maggot-infested feces. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Paul, it's okay. It's, it's not it's, happening it's anymore. Not you. It's not you. It's no. not you. Breathe. Just breathe. Oh my god. This is the intro, well, is the intro to uh, Human Centipede 2, right? <laughs> Human Lazy Boy. <laughs> he originally sat in the chair because his knees hurt. <laughs> for two years? What's so gross about his knees hurting? And then just stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> taking meals from his girlfriend. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Shenanigans. She's an enabler. This guy does enabler. not have a girlfriend. Shenanigans. There are people for everybody. Man. Oh, oh, yeah. Geez. Okay? There are people who are exactly that. Enablers who will just say, oh, I just want to take care of you. My big who is he dating? The witch boy. from the candy bread house? I just want a man. I just want a real fat man who's fused to a chair. He ain't going oh nowhere. He ain't stepping out on yeah, I know. me. At least is I know it, where he is. Yeah. Is it saying how heavy time. he was before he got fused your to a chair? He over no, there. That, that is all the information right I have. He was yesterday. The real yeah, sad he sat, thing. He sat down when he when he sat down. He only weighed 170 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> the sad man, thing is that that's not like a, that's not like an, a unique story. It's not. I know. I've heard stories of people being well, not dead, but being found in chairs that they haven't left for. This is an the second one I've time. heard in a couple months. Yeah. Well, it's scary out there, man. The chair is safe. Hey, and you no, know I what? Know. It's, Sometimes your knees hurt. It's terrible. You, we should have a blog about this called No, No, Don't Get Up. You guys, <laughs> you guys remember that story about that crazy lady who locked herself in the in the bathroom? What? And she no. she locked herself in the bathroom. And uh, fused to the toilet seat. Well, there you go. She stayed on the toilet for like a year and a half. Well, the, the, they listen eat? to you. Stand up once in a while. How'd she <laughs> eat? Let me tell you how'd she eat. Oh boy! Believe this. They 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 put pizzas under the door. Huh? Because she wouldn't open the door. They had to put pizzas under the door. It was like a kids in the hall sketch. Wow. Well, <laughs> then she, <laughs> that's not like a kids in the hall. Then she's gonna need to sit on that toilet. Did you ever hear that kids in the hall sketch? hours a day. Where uh, he, he claims he's like he's like. <laughs> Like this guy's like, uh, who's this playing? And there's a Beatles song playing. He's like, he's like, oh, it's the Beatles. And like, oh, I've never heard of them. Like, you never heard of the Beatles? And he goes into this whole thing. He's like, no, 
I haven't heard of a lot of things. I was locked. I was kept as a prisoner in my own home and locked down in a in the basement and all this kind. Of, he goes on and on and on and 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 he's like. He's like, you never, you never even saw the sunlight. He's like, no. And my parents would shove pizzas under the door because that's the only thing that I could eat because it was the only flat, only flat foods. Sam- <laughs> only flat yeah, foods. only flat foods. Sam- pizzas and pies. And, it's like, and, 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 then, and then at the end, he's like, of course I know who the Beatles are, you asshole. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, you dumb shit. You but- know, my knees hurt every single day, and I still get up and run around. So. No, no. It's up. not an excuse. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's why you need the girl to bring you food. Then you won't get up. Yeah. No, I'd still get up. <laughs> so that's all for the shit news. Uh, Magnet infested shit news. The Magnet infested shit news. So let's talk Week and Geek. So Magnet did he plays. grow? Did he grow uh, plants in his chair or anything? I do. I have, have given you all my information. Okay, now we got to know. <laughs> dig he's, dig he's deeper. Be Googling this. Pleasure he's reporter. Gets home. Okay. Oh, oh young Peter Parker, again. go oh get some pictures. I'm gonna put on my fedora, my little press hat. <laughs> I'll get to the. I'll get to the maggot infested computer. bottom of this. <laughs> yeah. Maggot infested bottom. No. <laughs> yeah, because they made it all the way to the butt area. Oh uh, no! But the butt meat was clearly no. compromised. He had compromised ass meat. Face it. <laughs> That's probably what actually got him. His ass meat was compromised. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. It's a Roland Emmerich picture, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's rolling in something. <laughs> All right, we can geek. Here we go. Uh, because of arguments over money between Fox and principal voice actors <gasps> of The Simpsons. Oh, this is killing me. The show may ends may soon end its twenty plus year run. No, Are they again having issues with um, the... the Daily Beast. Uh, according to them, Fox Studio execs have occasionally threatened to replace uncooperative cast members with sound alike actors. But for the first time in nearly a quarter century of haggling, the executives had insisted that if the cast doesn't accept a draconian 45% pay cut, what? the Simpsons wow. will die an abrupt death as a first-run series. Are they not getting the numbers that they used to? Uh, the ultimatum was delivered Monday evening as Fox spurned the actor's proposal, delivered late last week, to take around a 30% pay cut in exchange for a tiny percentage of the show's back-end profits, mm-hmm. amounting to untold billions. Uh, from syndication of the show around the globe and merchandising of Simpsons clothing, lunchboxes, etc. Currently stars Dan Castanella, Julie Kavner, uh, Nancy Cartwright, Yardley Smith, Hank Azaria, and Harry Shearer make around $8 million a year for their work. Uh, After the proposed cut, they'd each make around $4 million. Uh, Fox is taking the position that unless they can cut the production costs really drastically, they'll pull the plug on new shows, uh, said Simpsons Insider with a knowledge of the negotiations. The show has made billions in profit over the years and will continue to do so as far as the eye can see down the road. The actors are willing to take a pay cut of roughly a third, but that's not good enough for Fox. Uh, creators James, James L. Brooks and Matt Groening would uh, continue to receive wealthy profits through syndication and merchandise should the show end. Uh, the voice actors would not. That mm. blows my mind because, I mean, you think about it. They, they have made all this money for decades and they just and they, ugh, aggravates me. They're willing to blow it all away for one Occupy Springfield. I don't get where where are these production costs that are so expensive? Don't they farm out the animation to like Korea or something yeah, like that? I, I think the production costs are the actors' salaries. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what it gives me is, is they've always you know 
are willing to cut out a third, but it was like, yeah. nope, 45. 45 I mean, is the key. You know, if it wasn't the greatest thing that ever happened to television, I'd be like, oh, you know, come on, just take a little cut. But these those guys are worth every penny. They do amazing work, and sound alikes would be horrible. And, and it's well, not like it's a non-profitable enterprise. Yeah, no, they're going to still make a mint, even if they give yeah. them more. Just give them, I don't know. Well, well and, the, and it kills me because each... Each voice actor does multiple voices on the show. Yep. So they're really getting them for a bargain. They really are. And uh, we'll see. And the fact that they're willing to take less pay to continue doing it, I I don't, I just don't get. All good things, but I don't know. Rupert company is insane. Uh, It'd be sad to just see it end at 23. Oh, man. If they could make it to 25, that would be so awesome. It needs to make it to 27. It needs to make it to 30. There's no other show that has run for 25 years as a scripted series. (laughs) The curse of 27. It needs to make it to 42. That way we will understand the meaning. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, then. But it just would be cooler if it were 25. Well, oh, I, yes, because the decimal system dictates what's possible. <laughs> dictates what is run cool and what is nine not. Nine F years or something. It's well, silver anniversary. Here. Now you look at, you know what? It might just go. It very well could just go. Because you look at the profitability of the way Futurama's come back around. And it'd be a different model for The Simpsons. But they just make movies now. That's what would happen. You're right. That's probably you'd have a year hiatus, and then there'd be a film. Then you'd have another two year, two or three year hiatus, and then there'd be another movie. That's that that could work. Weren't they supposed to be working on another film? Uh, that I'm was sure supposed to be out I'm already. Sure they are working on another hasn't, film, but it's not come to because uh, I mean the an announcement. The last one made so much money at the box office. They were they were like, well, we need to do another one, and that oh, was the last cool. I remember hearing of anything. Simpsons 3D. But see, that's the thing. Uh, it probably will be. <laughs> it makes all this money, but it makes money for the. The money men, yeah, not necessarily the creative. The one percent, the one point one percent. Occupy Springfield. <laughs> that needs to be an episode. Occupy these nuts. That doesn't mean occupy anything. your. Butt it doesn't mean all. anything. Let me show you what it means, Barry. <laughs> oh, I come see over now. here. What? Oh, you see now? You got it now. <laughs> you got it now. It all makes sense now. It means you just moved to Wrinkleyville. <laughs> Population of raisins. Population of raisins and berry. Raisin nut berry. Delicious breakfast. Raisin nut berry, that's what gets you? Is that what broke the seal? Really? Raisin fucking nut berry? Yes, Christ. Mom, what's no, for breakfast? There was some generic cereal when I was a kid. Oh, was my like, God. He's got a story. Like raisin nuts and berries. That's <laughs> <laughs> what me about it. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. It was like the, the true generic, like the white box with the... Whoa, 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 whoa. It was the what? The white box with the... No, that's not what you said. The white box? That's what you said. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. And it just flowed right out of you. Like, you're <laughs> fucking with me. You just said it. <laughs> but yeah, like, the, no pictures. Just the black lettering on the white box. <laughs> Beer. Yeah, we had that too. <laughs> <laughs> Did you live in the projects or something? Did you... Dude, I was just dirt poor growing up. You had no idea. How poor were you? He was so poor, poor, his front and back door were on the same hinge. Let me just say, Barry, we were on government (laughs) TV. How poor were you? (laughs) 
<laughs> Anybody that's ever been on government cheese knows. And we were on government cheese. Fried bologna sandwiches. He yeah. was so poor, not only were they on government cheese, they were also on government mice. Good things coming through. How poor was he? Give him a third. Come on. He was so poor, several of his siblings died of malnutrition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, I, if only. <laughs> if only. Why is it funny? So, one of the many things that followers of DC Comics wondered about fervishly during the lead up to the new 52 Will there be a raisin nutberry world? <laughs> Is Catwoman naked? Is that one of the 52? Is Catwoman naked? Probably a fan art of that. <laughs> oh, of course there is. <laughs> there is. I can tell you for certain. And there's a movie for it, too. Yeah. Yeah, but that's um, Probably. Called Swordfish. That wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no. That is not a canon Catwoman. That's not canon Catwoman? No. It is if you splice the scenes in. <laughs> Wait, that's you had a news story. <laughs> I had a news story. <laughs> DC too. What parts of the DC universe would remain canon? And we were told that Infinite Crisis and its precursors would remain canonical, uh, despite modern DC timeline being shortened from about ten to fifteen to five years. Uh, this leaves a lot of stuff that has to happen for a very in a very short time. And somebody asked Dan Didio specifically about these crisis events on his Facebook page, where he said, "Brace yourself, but after further review, there has been no crisis events in the new DCU." So what? So. You just yep. took it away. So, so crisis no longer Didn't existed. Happen. Well, so apparently we now there is a crisis. Raisin nut crisis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dumb oh. DC. Wait, Whatever. so there's no crisis. Care. How does that I don't read DC. What is it Even they don't know anymore. If Five years really... from now, there's going to be a new 52 crisis, and they'll bring the crisis is, 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 is back. Yeah. The crises? What, what, is your drink, everyone. what is your take? What is your take on this, uh, Kirsten? I I don't care. It, it's because every few years it's going to change. Do you like the new stuff so far? Uh, I uh, I've liked I've liked the uh, action. I've liked the uh, Justice League. I liked Batwoman. No. No. I like Batgirl. I like Birds of Prey. The one that people are not talking about is like the one female comic that is actually you know female character comic that is actually kind of interesting yep. i is found oracle still in that what is oracle still in that no, no uh, bad girls, uh, bad girls mobile back. again yeah. in fact what? i heard about bad that on npr some girl's complaining because she was mobile yes yeah yeah no there there's uh, the <laughs> wheelchair she have wheelchair people are uh, are upset <laughs> wheelchair people they lost angry. their hero <laughs> fuck you you get professor x <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> Actually, I complain about goddamn Oracle. I never even heard of fucking Oracle until this debacle. Yeah. Didn't, didn't X really? also walk too? Yeah, he can yeah. walk. Again. He can walk now. So no, they have nobody. Uh, You'll get nothing and like it. They sit sometimes, and sometimes they fuse. Yeah. Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws was just patently offensive. Uh, some people have said he's making a comment and going somewhere, but it's just like just not apparent yet. Is it just rude and dumb, or what is it? Um, it's yeah, it's it's rude and dumb. It's it's they're they're trying to make a comment on Starfire's freewheeling sexuality, but you know execution. Is Starfire a homosexual character? No, no. she oh, no, in she this is... one she's promiscuous. Every single what? panel awesome. is taken from Sports Illustrated swimsuit is. Swimsuit issues. I love it. 
Yeah. So, good is it stuff. good? No. Uh, Story-wise, I'm I, I I'm gonna give it a chance. Yeah, but I'm it's, not. But it's visually fun. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, well, it's the pictures I saw remind me of the old Wildcat comics uh, back in the nineties. Yeah, this this one real takes you to the to the next level. It's just it's it's utterly gratuitous. Yeah. There's there's nothing about nobody it. stands the way she stands. It's not even yeah. as good as no. like like. Uh, she the, was getting the, out of what's the that ocean? series that I love so much that I can't remember the name? <laughs> of Dude, every single panel, <laughs> she's standing the with her thing? ass yeah, sticking <laughs> out. So, it, 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 and it's not as gratuitous as Queen's Blade. No. Red Hood is having sex with her, and uh, so is uh, uh, Harper, uh, Speedy, yeah. and you know, just about Red anybody. She she apparently now no longer remembers her relationship with Dick Grayson or you know her affiliation with the Teen Titans. She's just this stream of consciousness in the moment fuck machine. Oh, yeah. she's that Starfire. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna release a they one shot. They turned her into a. She's an alien. Yeah, yeah well, she's an alien that's, fuck that's, machine. And that, that, that's her point, though. She's oh an alien. She doesn't care about the humans. <laughs> yes, because she care? because that's Look, all so you had, different you, from what she used what, to be. What's wrong with Captain Kirk? He fucks every alien out there. Yeah, from, from the very Captain, beginning. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. Well, I'm sorry. This was issue one. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a new beginning, right? So it's so here we go. Starfire the whole. Starfire's a slut. And that's that's why it that's why it blows. Because it's just Starfire the Ho. There's nothing compelling exactly. about There's her. There's nothing behind it. She's just it. like... You can, you can own anything that you write about. You can own any, but you got to do it well if you're going to go in a direction like this. And this blows. It's not even as good as like a cherry Pop-Tart kind of thing? I would... Uh, no, because Pop-Tart had, uh, had its direction. This is just... Yeah. Okay. I it just, might have a direction. But you're this waiting one, to see if maybe there out? is a comment... If there's commentary actually coming along with this thing, that some people have said yes. He's going to make a statement about human some sexuality. Some people have said uh, the colorist was quoted as saying she doesn't stay like that forever. Does she so get space aids? I have no <laughs> idea. So so far, it's Starfire all holes filled. <laughs> Again, for only two ninety nine, how can you complain? Yeah. That looks like uh, that. Man, somebody's just aping. Uh, no, really? Why? Len Turner. Gen 13. Top no, his name. Okay. Turner. Michael Turner? Yeah, Michael yeah. Turner. Yeah, it sure. looks a lot like that. Ted Turner. Fathom and all Ted that. Ted Turner. Dawn, yeah, Fathom. Yeah, sure. Tina Turner. Whatever. Which, those those books, I'm d- desperate to get into Fathom, but it's terrible. <laughs> You're desperate to get into something terrible? It's just no good. <laughs> the writing's no good. Okay. I don't know. So you're desperate to get into something? Wait, 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 wait. You of all people are judging the writing Uh-oh. of something. Ouch. <laughs> what? Ouch. Yes. I'm, a, oh. I'm a huge... That's, that's, the, that's my number one thing. Cough. It, He-Man. He-Man. Cough, cough. cough. <laughs> I'll address 10. the elephant in the room here. I was 10. And it's still... And you're still 10. You're right. still 10. <laughs> Paul, Paul, please show us on the doll where the He-Man cartoon touched you. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'll defend He-Man's writing. Mm-hmm. Yes, not every episode's a gem, but you've got people like, uh, fuck, who, 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 shit. Hey, 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 good story. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Dini got right. his start writing for He-Man episodes. Oh, well. It got better. Uh, yeah, it got better. There's a cup. Straczynski got his start writing. Oh, he made I knew that he's gonna go. To okay. He did. What the fuck? What do you want from me? You and you come up. You come at me from writing. I'm telling you from writing. The fucking <laughs> That's writers. That's right. Right, writers. 
<laughs> they wrote that shit. Wrote the living shit out of that shit. Man, you watch that episode. And she never stuck her ass out. What's that episode title? I need to know that episode title because it's the best. Where Tila finds out that she's adopted. Oh, it's the best episode ever. It's tragic. I saw that episode of Degrassi once. It's up there. Where, uh, <laughs> Tila on Degrassi. Oh, special <laughs> email. Oh, it's Tina. Oh, Sorry. wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh it's Straczynski Tina. ripping Dude. himself off. Doesn't Starbucks discover she's adopted in one episode of BSG? <laughs> I don't. BSG. Straczynski. Oh, Straczynski didn't write BSG. He yeah, that's BS. B5. Babylon 5. We need to do a, a Degrassi call. Oh Jesus Christ! No, no. Have, oh my God! The, the teen adventures of all these of all these. Uh, oh characters. God! That'd be have awesome. you ever seen Street Fighter High? No. Have you what? not? It's a really funny uh, web series, Street Fighter High. It's all the Street Fighter characters from the video game, but they're all teenagers and interacting and all this bullshit. You know, dr- it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's really funny. What else you got, Torgo? Yeah. Ken and Ryer are like uh, what a uh, Slater and uh, yeah, basically, and basically yes, <laughs> they really are like that. It's very funny. Leonardo DiCaprio is looking to produce a new Twilight Zone movie for Warner Brothers, and a departure from the '83 movie, which featured an anthology format, four segments, four separate stories, four directors. There will be only one story and four one director. Deaths. Oh, too oh, soon? What? <laughs> The, no, you just beat us to the punchline. The story, which will be inspired by an episode of the original Twilight Zone series, will be written by uh, Rand Ravitch of the Astronauts' Wife fame. The director has yet to be chosen, though. And there's a short list going around, including Michael Bay. No. Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, that's Ooh. Children of Men, uh, Harry Potter, and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, Rupert Wyatt, who did Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And Christopher Nolan. Well, of course, Nolan. That's short list. I bet Rise Nolan will get it. Rise was awesome. Well, him Nolan and DiCaprio, they... Yeah. Yeah. Whoever. Speaking of Blu-ray, uh, Star Trek Next Generation will be making his Blu-ray high-definition uh, debut next year. Yes. Culmination of a long project by CBS to re-edit the whole series and recomposition the special effects instead of just blanket covering the uh, two-and-a-half-decade-old series. Con shoots first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, funny. in Next Gen? <laughs> That's how, funny, radical they, that's, that's how radical it is. How radical the changes are. It's the only Star Trek joke I could Ricardo make. Ricardo talked about this three years ago, and I'm just now getting to it. So. Next year. This time, Ricardo's hair. Oh, they're working on it right now. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, LeVar Burton stopped by CBS Digital to see some of the things that they had done and uh, tweeted they remember as he left. Blind. As, <laughs> <laughs> as he left, he tweeted, he's like, just stop by, mind blown. So anyway. Mind There's blown. A special mode mind in blown. The Blu-ray where you can play all the episodes without Deanna Troy. <laughs> <laughs> and when Denise Crosby gets shot, it goes, no! Exactly. Yeah. I Here. thought it was uh, Crusher that you had the problem with. Well, that's you. I don't have a problem with Crusher. She served a purpose as a doctor. I got Great. my problems Moving with on. Crusher. What can I say? <laughs> she she knows what's going on. I have my problems Talk with Pulaski, to her. not Crusher. <laughs> oh, Pulaski was a stupid throwaway character. Boo. Yeah, Pulaski she fell down was... the elevator shaft, right? Oh, wait, no. no. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was her character in L.A. Law. I was going to... Oh, she was, from, uh, she was from the original series. Yes. Yeah. She Diana was in Maldor. two episodes. Mm-hmm. The original series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about uh, that Major Barrett? I'm going to buy. Every I'm going to buy episode. the DVDs. Okay. I'm going to finish collecting the DVDs because I've got uh, most of them. I need three more set. Two more sets. Yeah. Two. Or Are three. those still mind crushingly expensive? 
No, they're in the thirty-five to forty-dollar okay, range good. now. Yeah, because they were for a while. Oh. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, like hundred bucks a pop, and then yeah, they released like the entire sale. series on one box. That I've been was, slowly like, piecemeal getting all of them, and I'll, and I'll get those. I feel the same way. Like I'm, I'm torn. I kind of want to get the uh, the what do you call it? The um, what is it? Oh, that. Yeah, Look. I remember that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I kind of want to get the remastered. Original series, okay, yeah, but yeah. I kind of don't. I kind of want to see it the way it was. Right. But the beauty on the okay, oh here we go. That Blu-ray set right there. Yes, Uh-oh. that is the remastered original. You can watch it remastered or original with the new effects or without, and you can switch it on the fly. If can you, you do a side by side? Uh, you can't do a side by side. No, oh, that'd be cool. But you can literally like turn it on and off at will, and it it doesn't stop it. Yeah, the playback Paul. at all. That's it's one for Blu-ray. really awesome. That's, That's right. That is because a... Carl actually asked me about that. He's like, "Should I buy this and why?" And I said, "Well, because it's got both of them on there. If you've got a you know a soft spot in your heart for the old cheesy effects, you can watch those, or you can pop on the new." That's a very cool technique. That's something that uh, they're doing in video games right now. Did you guys play the uh, remade? Um... Fuck, what was it? Uh, one of those shooters. Uh, fuck. Oh, I swear to God. I can't. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Barry. Anyway. <laughs> he doesn't even need to do it. It's just a one That's all got to do. R-Type. 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 Okay. Okay. So they took the old R-Type, right? And mm-hmm. they reskinned and re- redid the graphics, right? But you press your button, press one button anytime during gameplay, and it goes back to the old graphics that's cool yeah so the gameplay stays the same and the graphics are the same but then you flip it and it goes and that feature is going to be in the halo 10th anniversary oh, yeah, edition the, the new one that's coming okay. up. You can switch on the fly between the updated high res and the old school and i am really huh. excited to see that that's, that's fun i like that yeah all right so no, we'll okay. just throw a commentary right. i'm completely sold that's the first set of blu-rays i've been like all right that's a good reason to have that's a great wow. idea for i don't movies. know if they're doing why don't they with... make movies where the lead characters are played by three different actors and you can swap them on the fly <laughs> that's coming remember how they that, that, that big revolution when they were able to stick actors in uh dead actors in ad- advertisements yeah like i mean that's just it's coming man and more, they need a version where all the actors are played by ashley judd Whoa, now God. I don't know if the next gen you've Blu-ray tapped into my future. Up. That was for you. Swap oh, back and Ashley Judd. Wow, you like offered business. him an olive branch. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I've been ripping on him pretty hard. Oh, I poor do love thing. Ashley Judd. You got to build him up a little bit. Don't tell us about your dates together. Although she's right? gotten yeah. she's gotten old real fast lately. Have you seen Ashley Judd? <laughs> Yeah, she got I just like. Saw her recently, she still looks pretty good. Yeah, she's fine. I mean, she's no, a one. She, she's fine. <laughs> whatever. No, she. I didn't. Mm. Well, uh, and she uh, also whatever. she also was fucking Michael Bolton for a while, so he probably sucked twenty of the thirty years. <laughs> <on her life. laughs> oh, really? He's a vampire. Oh. <laughs> when a man drains a woman of a life essence. It's band book week, guys. That's what he does. <clears throat> band uh, book week. Yep, American Library Association did. Put together the ten top ten most challenged book of the past year. I know these titles. Fahrenheit five or four fifty one on there. Uh, no, that, really? that that left the top ten a long time ago. Did Number it? ten is Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. Why was that challenged? Uh, my guess is oh, sexy vampires. I don't know. Devil Tree. Uh, Number nine, Revolutionary Voices, edited by Amy Sony. Uh, Nickel and Dimed by Barbara Ehrenreich, which kind of blows my mind. Basically, it's a uh, a journalist uh, goes into 
your basic waitressing jobs and very low low paying jobs and see how they eat their way through life. Yes. Yeah. My life. Uh, what My Mother Doesn't Know by Sonia Sones. Lush by Natasha Friend. The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins at number five. Number four is Crank by Ellen Hopkins. Number three, and the old school Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Still? Wow, still. Yeah. I read that in high school. Is it because they have this shit doing erotic you. play? Uh, number two, The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Axley. And number one, And Tango Makes Three by Peter Parnell and Justin Richardson. That's your top hmm. ten most challenged books of 2010. Wow. <clears throat> Brave New World still has uh, some good uh, messages for our society in it. I'm surprised Captain Underpants keeps flying under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's just outrageous. Well, you shouldn't have written it all babies. those years ago. I wish I'd written that series. <laughs> Captain Underpants picks the booger. <laughs> Captain Underpants poops his underpants. I've never read those books. How, co- how come Lustful Tiger Men from the Moon Swamp? Yeah, Lustful Tiger Men from the Moon Swamp? <laughs> Dick Ass Fart by Paul Mattingly. I'll tell you why Lustful Tiger Men from the Moon Swamp isn't in there. It's because it sounds so similar to many of my other <laughs> fantasy. Besides <laughs> 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 my fantasy romance books. Because they're all very similar. <laughs> I, so the guy picked I just sat one? there. I lay completely motionless. <laughs> oh, because, as you know, the slightest movement <laughs> sends lustful tiger men into fits of passion. But then I had to sneeze. <laughs> and I could no longer fight the urge. Two years he lay there in his maggoty feces, terrified of the tiger man. And his movement. Until he was fused to the bed. (laughs) When finally I moved, the tiger man no longer wanted my fetid body. (laughs) Oh, it writes itself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But but my ass meat was compromised. (laughs) Despite my protestations. Oh, no. Yep. But not that raisin nut berries. <laughs> and this didn't get banned. Really? There were no teens having sex in this. Yeah, well, you yeah. took out the chapter with the peanut butter fuck machine, so... <laughs> <laughs> it was smooth sailing for the Scholastic Award. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Newberry <laughs> Award winner right here. Raisin nut berry and the peanut butter fuck machine. <laughs> Boy, talk about rights itself. Yeah, it does. Wow. <laughs> We're going to write the title down. <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, a lustful tiger man from the moon swamp. <laughs> Warner Brothers has given Mortal Kombat Legacies Kevin uh, how say it? Tacheron. The thumbs up to direct the big screen reboot. Uh, translation, oh, they've given him enough rope to hang himself. <laughs> because, good Christ, I know he was working on a budget, but damn. You, that series, did you watch that, I, that series? I, I didn't. Well, okay. The net series was terrible? Uh, eh. Terrible strong. Terrible's a strong word. Not really watchable. Inept. <laughs> yeah, not really watchable, I'd give that. Uh, well, you got Jerry Ryan in there. Yeah. Okay. So good luck. 
Michael Jai White trying. Yeah. Some other fools. You mean Michael Jai White? He was. They were Talks trying. Like this all the they time. were trying. It's hard. The thing is, it took itself so goddamn seriously. You can't. And not like, at no all. budget. It's Mortal Kombat. The movie. Yeah, when you've got no budget, play it for laughs. I, I guess that might upset some of the fan base, but for me, because mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of people that really like that. Web well, yeah, series. So. I love, but, but it's a soul NATO for fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Kevin's vision of a less campy and more gritty Mortal Kombat world pleased viewers who are yearning for a darker adaptation. You can find a lot. Well, I don't know, like less campy. <laughs> the only reason those first two movies were just so campy was Christopher Lambert. He's well, terrible. True. He's horrible. Was he in the second one? I never saw the second one. I don't know. I didn't see the second one either. <laughs> but he knows well, it, it was awful. It was awful. Well, here I we go. Dude, they said it was worse than the first one. The first one is oh, not very they good. They said, okay. I trust the... Christopher Lambert doesn't... Mind. He kind of likes Mortal Kombat. I know a guy who was going into business with Christopher Lambert. was at his house chilling. And they're like, let's watch a movie. And he's like, how about Mortal Kombat? He's like... All right, and he sat there and watched it. And well, yeah, he, he Christopher Lambert, that's yeah, probably yeah, one of his best himself. movies. <laughs> it's most meaty role. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, you there know. You but that's his best movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Let me show you some of my best diarrhea. <laughs> what about The Highlander? <laughs> Highlander well, yeah, fun. but Paul, there you're an artist, so. It's true. It's Highlander true. was a fun movie. Paul, it got nothing on me. Right Until you realize that he's the only Scottish person in that movie that doesn't speak with a Scottish accent. <laughs> well, until you realize that they should listen to their own goddamn script, there should be only one. <laughs> Just make one of those one done. Movie. One okay. movie, exactly. They're, they're remaking one, so that's... Uh, there fuck you go. that stupid shit. <laughs> Highlander. The Highlander. You hate it? Get, get out of I'm town! I'm gonna watch it all the time. Get out of town! It's the dumbest mythology ever! I know. The quickening. The best was when the house lifted up off its freaking foundation and then sat back down. I'm gonna tell you right now, if they remake this shit and they talk about the quickening, some motherfucker's gonna be thinking, why are they doing their taxes? (laughs) <laughs> what? Tweet. <laughs> really? Yes. Where's my soundboard? You have to let me have a soundboard. There, can be, so I can do the have a there can be only one deduction sure, sure. for every every dependent. Uh, uh, <laughs> the quickening. Oh, yeah, and you complain about my shit making people think. God damn. Can you imagine? I never complain if, about if, your stuff. If the Highlander. Person. The quickening, he's totally a an accountant. An accountant, really great. That was Paul Mattingly, everybody, and another stupendous. I'll be theme. here That's all week. Funny. <laughs> what? And another what? Another what was that? Nothing. Oh, <laughs> Connor McLeod, CPA. That's <laughs> <laughs> Arnold. Wow, yeah, Arnold's in the new Highlander. Listen to him talk in the movie. I'm Connor McLeod. There can be only one. And McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true that he and Sean Connery boned on set? Yes. Okay. What? <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I, can, I can hear people tweeting it now. <laughs> You're up to the minute news. Who's boning who? <laughs> I can't understand the damn thing he's saying. Oh, no. god damn it. I 
Yeah, Luke, I'm going to catch you. Go have an Android show. show. J. Fox and just got a back of the future. But not really. <laughs> you heard it here first. Hey, right here, you heard it. I love that. Because we can say that for anything. You can say anything. Who cares? <laughs> Raisin Nutberry, you heard it here first. Unless you ate the cereal. That's our oh, new tagline. We you need that t-shirt. It. You heard it here first. It adds a, a, this, this bizarre false legitimacy. <laughs> Truthiness. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's how TMZ and Perez Hilton make their living. You heard it here first. It's just the two it's of the kids in the Cosby show were actually white. You heard it here first. <laughs> You're probably not true, but you heard it here first. Holy shit. Going oh. back to Marvel Combat. Thank you. Oh, right, yeah. Oh. Uh, director is uh, is on board, and and none of the actors from the web series are involved. Ah! Oh no! <laughs> oh, Jerry Ryan. And it will be based on a new story written by Oren Uziel. Uh, okay. Who? I don't know. The film is currently in development, so too, too early to tell if any of the actors would be even open to reprising them. Because <laughs> what else are they going to? Rotten do? Tomatoes. I'm dependent on you here. Review this and let me know. <clears throat> Will these web series regulars give up their? <laughs> you got to do it like the Internet Batman fame? announcer from the original series. <laughs> Will they do? That? Uh, oh, you heard it here first. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, it's been thirty-four years since Stephen King published *The Shining*, the wow. haunted hotel story that remains among his most iconic novels. It took three and a half decades, but King has officially announced a sequel to the book. That will feature a grown-up version of the boy hero, Danny Torrance. Don't you mean the shinin? King made the official announcement via his website Monday after a weekend appearance at George Mason University from King. This is an idea that I've had for some time. I wrote a novel in the 70s called The Shining. I always wondered what happened to that kid, Danny Torrance, when he grew up. When he grew up. This, this story started to form. The book isn't finished yet. It's called Dr. Sleep. Uh, no word yet when we might see the book. King has a new time travel novel, 11-22-63, out in uh, November, and a companion novel to the Dark Tower series, The Wind Through the Keyhole, on its way next spring. So we might not see this one until late next year or sometime 2013. Yeah. That was He's one of my favorite so Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, retired. Paul. Yeah. What's that? He's the, become the so productive since he retired. That's true, man. I gotta retire. Yeah. I gotta get hit by a van. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's when your career really that's, takes that, off. That's reinvigoration yep. right there. Get hit by a van, boom, shit starts happening. Uh, and, and Knock you right out of that bed. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll separate you from your chair. <laughs> from your maggoty feces and compromised butt. Compromised ass meat. I really shouldn't have ate before I came here. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly has confirmed that the producers of Arrested Development the critically acclaimed but short-lived comedy, are in talks with Showtime and Netflix about airing a limited number of original episodes that will update fans on the Bluth clan. Uh, Hurwitz told uh, attendees at the New Yorker Film, Sun uh, 
New Yorker Festival Sunday that uh, he wanted to shoot nine to ten episodes that would air next fall and catch audiences up on the characters' lives since the series ended in 2006 on Fox. The episode would episodes would be produced by 20th Century Fox TV, which was responsible for the original single camera series that starred Jason Bateman, Michael Sarah. Horowitz uh, hope is that the limited series would serve as a walk up to his long gestating movie. Gestating. Yes, gestating. I'm very excited about that. It's a funny series. Uh, Microsoft made plans uh, made plain its desire to add live television service to its suite of Xbox Live programs back during its E3 press conference. And according to Bloomberg, the company has entered negotiations with Verizon and Comcast to bring that ambition into reality. Uh, citing anonymous sources, uh, Bloomberg predicted a major announcement to this effect from Microsoft as early as next week. The tech company is also apparently in discussions with HBO, uh, Crackle of Sony Pictures Entertainment, Bravo, NBC Universal, and uh, Love Film UK, that's uh, Amazon.com Incorporated, to establish some kind of partnerships. Wow. Uh, Comcast, yeah. Verizon, and Microsoft have all declined to comment on this story. That's this kind of big news. Is, well, this has always been their thing. They wanted the set-top box, you know, that... The, the the Xbox was their window in, yeah. you know, and that's that's what they've been building with this. Shit, they got everything else: Netflix, and, Hulu Plus. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's once you once you get cable running through there, done. What else yeah. do you need? That's it. Well, they've been working on having that be an IPTV console for a long time. Mm-hmm. So. We can all fuse ourselves to our chairs and get rid of Cox. <laughs> find a good find a good ISP and <clears throat> done. Hell, if, there's even I. If not, Microsoft starts doing ISP, that'd be crazy. It's not. Like, I don't think they could do that because that's completely. That's, yeah, that that's sounds monopoly. totally monopolizing everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although they've uh, not t- totally related, but not totally unrelated. They're uh, also looking towards doing like a um, an a la carte um, version of cable TV food. No, <laughs> as in you choose the channels you want, her. and you don't have to pay for like a oh, hundred yes, channels yes, of yes, sports yes, that yes, you don't yes. want. Be yes, about yes, fucking yes. time. For every good channel, there's three channels of bullshit that I gotta skip yeah. through. I hate that. True. Yeah, I'm paying a hundred bucks for cable. That's internet included, but it's still a lot. A couple of years ago, I had to like get half what we the paid. entire sports yeah, get package just so that I could get the championship hot dog eating for a day. That pissed me off. <laughs> I concur, sir. That's a yeah. bit much. You failed the Kobayashi Maru test. <laughs> uh, I saw hot dog eating on my TV. I was all was good. Joey There's no way to win, Paul. It's a test of character. That's right. Going on a little more personal level, a part of what gave Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion its crucial next generation RPG feel upon release was its tactical world, realized down to a level to an unseen in-game design. Uh, creating that depth included writing hundreds of pages of books, book excerpts, and poetry that could be read in-game. I read all those. Uh, if you ever doubted <laughs> the magnitude of such an undertaking, there is someone you should meet. Reddit user, not a doctor either, that's one word, has, by his own volition, compiled, transcribed, printed, and bound in leather the entire in-game texts present in Oblivion. Uh, wow. Printed in full color and with full index... The effort amounts to over 900 pages of material. Damn. Uh, while you won't be getting your hands on this leather-bound copy, short of reproducing the Herculean tax- task yourself, a digital version of the compilation has been made available on Mega Upload if you're interested. Your mind Ooh. can't repel literature of that magnitude. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I saw that picture of that book. It looked really nice. Yes, it did. I, I and, just uh, don't have the time for that shit. And this one's for just Michael. 
Uh, since its debut in 2007, Ubisoft's Assassin's Creed franchise has seen annual installments. That's awesome. And in 2012, will be no exception. Uh, Andre Amako, the uh, creative lead on Assassin's Creed Revelations, revealed that another sequel is indeed scheduled for next year. In an interview with Eurogamer, he confirmed that similar to how Revelations concludes the tale of Ezio and Altier, the unnamed 2012 Assassin's Creed will conclude the story of Desmond. Oh, but they're talking. Oh, they're talking about going on yearly. Well, they. I guess my, my guess is they will continue on. Desmond will be like a periphery character. I really, I, I, I like the idea because Desmond needs more story. I think they're, they're kind of missing opportunity to tell a lot of story and, and what's going on with his, uh, in his life. Sure, he's the one who's the descendant. Yeah, he's the modern yes. day guy. Yeah. I played the first one. I didn't care for it. Apparently, it's gotten they much better. better. Yes, that's what I've heard. Yeah, and in fact, I'm, I'm, I got really bored with the first really one. Was kind of like a tech demo. One. Yeah, it kind of was. They but, shouldn't have put it out. But two assholes. And the, it's sto- the story in one is still very good. Though. The story was compelling, and I tried to keep going, but I just couldn't. The gameplay just got me down. Yeah, you're doing the same thing over and over again. Yep. Read the wiki plot of the first one, and then <laughs> play the play second the one. Yeah. There you I, go. I probably should pick up two on the cheap now. I'd probably get that for like five bucks somewhere. Probably. Yeah. Skills loved it. He played yeah, the he, fuck sm- of that. But, but you know what Mac else, in the too? There's a, there's, a stealth, <laughs> there's a stealth element to it, and I don't like that. Oh, I love stealth games. See, I don't like stealth, so. Yeah. No patience for it, or what? Dude, do I look like... Have you ever known me to be stealthy in any aspect? <laughs> it's kind of counterintuitive to me. It's like that moment in man. Order of the Stick when the guy shouts out, I rolled a four! <laughs> What's that? It's uh, on his uh, stealth check. Oh, how funny. Yes. I will say, I'm not a big fan of stealth games either when it comes down to it. Uh the Metal Gear stuff, and what what's the uh, what's the one that you really enjoy? The, oh, uh, the Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. Don't like those. Don't, don't get into even Hitman. I'm not into that. But yeah. these I liked. I thought you liked Hitman. You played that on the 360. I, I, I for a played while. it for a little There's bit. There's a couple and, of Hitman things. I think that I, I went did, through two levels before I stopped. It's tough. Oh. It just the, 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 yeah, I, yeah. I don't have the patience. You don't have to have that kind of patience in this game. <laughs> okay, cool. It's kind of like the uh, like. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's like it's exactly like the game, but as far as pacing goes, it's kind of like uh, Arkham Arkham Asylum was. Oh, where you have you have moments where yes, you're being stealthy, but you also have moments where you yeah. just go in there and kick ass. I love I that. loved yeah. Arkham Asylum. Yeah, there was some, st- but that was the great thing about that game was they balanced it perfectly, yeah. so you could take a moment to be stealthy if you wanted, to, or you could yeah. go the whole run and gun. Just and you kick can do very similar ass. for uh, for Assassin's Creed. Okay, cool. So it's gotten it's improved in that yeah. direction. All right, right. great. I can't wait for that next Batman game. Oh, and they said they're probably going to do more after this one too. They said as long as they have stories, they'll keep making these. As long as they have cool. a rogues gallery to play with, Batman's. Yeah. Okay. Good. And today, during the Adobe Max 2011 event, Epic Games Tim Sweeney made an interesting announcement: Unreal Engine 3 can now run in Flash. By extension, games like Gears of War 3, Unreal Tournament 3, and Batman: Arkham City can theoretically run in a browser. Nice. Really? Or, wow. as as it's better known, in the corner of World of Warcraft. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've, we've taken our time to poo-poo some Apple in the past, so uh, we're going to give it to Android here. In a recent updates to some of its Android devices, HTC enabled some pretty exhaustive data logging. Uh, the purpose was likely to collect information for statistics or helping users troubleshoot. 
Now, if you're going to collect this sort of data, you're going to want to keep it locked up, considering that users generally don't respond well to their data being leaked. Unfortunately, that is not the case with these new updates. In fact, the data, all of it, is pretty trivial for any app to collect. Uh, Trevor Eckhart was the first to find the warning signs, after which he teamed up with Justin Case of Android Police to try to get to the bottom of the situation. Justin Case? Justin uh, That's an Case. awesome name. All right. And, and, he's, and he's part of Android Police? Yes, he is. That's badass. Wow. It sounds like I, a fucking Radiohead album. <laughs> <laughs> Android Police. It seems Justin that... Justin Case. Oh, for God's that, sakes, Todd, a, keep that, talking. That, that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a spot on Tom York right there. Going. <laughs> this is what you get It seems that the situation can adequately be summed up this way. Leak. Any app can get information like encoded texts, limited location history, and phone numbers from the call log if it is just given permission to access the Internet. Right after the discoveries were made, Eckhart alerted HTC but received no response for the fi- for following five days. He then released the information publicly in hopes of spurring HTC into action. Unfortunately, that also means that the information is all out there now. Android Police puts the blame squarely on HTC's shoulders, saying that the vulnerability is entirely due to the sloppiness on their part. A fix for the vulnerability would apparently require a firmware update, although users can take action to protect their data by routing their phones and removing the loggers themselves. A list of the affected phones via Android Police follows. Evo 4G, Evo 3D, Thunderbolt, Evo Shift 4G, MyTouch 4G Slide, The Vigor, The New uh, View 4G, and Some Sensations, and The Upcoming Kingdom. Yeah, it's all, uh, I just read the the thing on that today. Uh, Well, I should say the response from HTC on it. It said they're aware of the problem, and they are um, actively working on a patch coming up very shortly. I'm sure it's going to get plugged, but for right now it is not. Yeah, and it's it's not all Android phones. It's just HTC's phones right now. And uh, Voltage Pictures, the create, creators of Oscar-winning film The Hurt Locker, has dropped about 90% of the defendants in their lawsuit yeah, against those who claim to illegally un- downloaded the hit film. The original suit listed 24,583 defendants, wow. nearly all of which were yet, as of yet unidentified and listed only by IP address. Though 90% is a huge reduction in the scope of the lawsuit, it still lists over 2,300 individuals. The dismissal seems to be connected with Voltage's inability to identify most of the persons they believe downloaded their film. Of those roughly 2,300 still listed in the lawsuit, Voltage has yet to identify about 2,278 of them. It seems uh, some defendants have filed motions with their ISPs, preventing their names from being revealed and further hampering Voltage's attempts to serve them as part of the suit. Good. That's a step in the right direction. And Voltage is now seeking additional time from the courts to identify those individuals. As if this lawsuit didn't have enough strange twists, it's worth noting that those thousands of defendants were dismissed without prejudice, which means that charges could be brought against them at a later date. So is he trying to get everyone's name and be like, you owe me $20? Uh, yeah, but I think they're going in the thousand range on that one. Because they did it legally. Yeah, because they would have watched it anyway. Uh, and finally, finally, uh, well, only this show can end with this story. Uh, John Baker runs Baker's Junction Railroad Museum in Smithville, Indiana. The museum, which features a haunted house that takes place in old train cars, seems kind of awesome, but apparently Baker is in need of money to fix the place up. Uh, That being the case, he's doing what any sane person would do. He is selling his thumb. What? Wait, what? 
Now, it got severed before he decided to sell it. Uh, Baker says he's been holding a... said he had been holding a saw above his head when his bad leg uh, gave out and his thumb was severed in the fall. Thinking quickly, he threw well, the... Well, you gotta sit down. <laughs> and have someone bring you pizza. Thinking <laughs> My quickly... My thumb hurts. <laughs> I better get some maggot-infested fecal matter going. Oh, no. Thinking quickly, he threw the thumb into a glass of ice and caught a ride to the nearest oh, hospital. Good thinking. 60 miles away. Now, as it turns out, the thumb was too mangled to be reattached. Aww. So, what kind of a saw was he holding? Like a buzz saw? <laughs> yeah, was it like. What, what was it? Yeah, I would assume it's something like that. Yeah, like it's a power saw? Yeah, I don't think it's like a. Like a so he's like a up on a stepladder, yeah. sawing then, the ceiling? And his bum leg gave what out. What the fuck? This maniac, I'd never go to his haunted house. <laughs> I don't know. It's actually, when you, you think about Indiana it, it sounds you've been there? perfect. You see the ghost of his thumb floating around? <laughs> Ooh. The thumb was too mangled to be reattached, so Baker had it mummified, set in clear plastic, and put on a keychain. Mummified? Mummified. He hopes to sell the thumb. Who mummifies? For enough you know money what? to pay for the museum's new metal roof. Rich people do. And who's going to buy a thumb? <laughs> That's what for enough go. money to... Do what? It's a conversation. To, to fix piece. a metal roof. Enough money to fix a metal roof. How much does that cost? I don't know. It's a new metal roof. What's he asking for? I, I don't know. Because now I'm interested in buying this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's no, it's, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty nice setup on that thumb. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty mangled. Like but you can, tell, it's, it's a, you can tell it's a thumb. You can tell it's a thumb. You can definitely see a thumb. Could you use it for hitchhiking? <laughs> Not long enough. <laughs> could you, could Too you, mangled for could, hitchhiking. Could, <laughs> Could you put it up in you? Yes. Oh, probably yes. do that. What? But it might. It's encased in something. Right. You could probably do that, but it might uh, it's too flame mangled. the passions of the Tiger Man. <laughs> the slightest movement of that encased thumb. Of that thumb. In your drives bum. them to fits of ecstasy. Fits. So fits of passion, I thought it was. Right? It's man. No, this it's, is it's fits. Of it's ecstasy. ecstasy. Okay. When, a, when a mummified thumb oh, or okay. a. Or a thummy, as we call them. <laughs> Revenge of the thummy. There it is. <sighs> Ever see that movie, Abbott and Costello Meet the Thummy? <laughs> How about you? You got something thummy? Write to us. Comments at UglyCowShow.com. <laughs> and of course, watch the Ugly Cow Show itself. We tell you I'm what to watch. Thummy. What to read. What to play. <laughs> Wavy line bird. <laughs> My pyramid. Thummy Pyramid. So until next week, I am a now healthy Master Torgo. I am an unhealthy Dr. Vlog. I have full range of motion. <laughs> what? What's that called? Full range of motion. Opposable thumb. I'm, a, I'm an opposable thummy. God, I'm opposing this thummy. Right? <laughs> it is Jeff. Commander K, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just Michael, and I'm standing up out of this chair. And we will <laughs> we will talk to you next week. By the way, this just did. Jack Nicholson actually stabbed his fellow actors on the set of The Shining. And they you heard it here first. Clones. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, I love that you can just say any fucking bullshit and then say you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's your next improv game, Paul. You heard it here first. You can do Fuck it. off, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. That makes what? me laugh. Uh, wasn't that MTV no. News' tagline? Yeah, <laughs> you hear it first. When you learn to use your potty chair.